0: Welcome back. It's Now with Dave Brown on AMI. Let's bring in Eliza Rocco with the Entertainment Reports. Eliza, some exciting news for fans of Dolly Parton.
1: Oh, yes, Dave. And I am one of those fans. And so am I. <laughs> so I am excited to announce that Dolly Parton, the singer, the actress, the author that we all know and love... Has announced the Pharmace- launch.
0: Pharmaceutical investor, uh, yeah. philanthropist,
1: <laughs> everything, all of the above. Uh, she has announced the launch of Doggy Parton. <laughs> Doggy Parton. Great name, great name. Just have to say that. So, obviously, as the name can kind of tell you, this is a line of dog apparel and accessories. Uh, and Dolly says her source of inspiration for the do- Doggy Parton line was her the name of her first album, Puppy Love. Oh. Right? So cute. And she says six decades after that album release, her love for pets is stronger than ever. Um, this line will feature shirts, dresses, squeaky toys, and the best thing ever a huge blonde pet wig.
0: Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh.
1: (laughs) As someone with two cats, one of whom is, I would say, the size of a a small, small dog, I might have to purchase some of these items. (laughs) Um, However, to do that, um, currently the products are only available on the Doggy Parton site and on Amazon in the U.S. Um, I'm sure it will come to Canada eventually. Mm -hmm. Um, But, I mean... For the people that really need these things, which might be me, um, you can order it from Amazon to the U.S. It just might be a, a tad expensive.
0: Or, or the other option you have, I mean for any Canadian who lives close to the U.S. border, which is what, like 80% of the population or something like that, you of course can get one of those boxes in the cross border states. There used to be uh, there used to be one right across uh, in upstate New York from uh, from Ottawa where we used to get stuff shipped to all the time, which was great mm-hmm. when you can cross the border in a car, which you could for many, many years, uh, and you can, once again, it's very convenient to send some of your American shipping's there and you pay a little duty at the border, do a little American shopping at a grocery store, get cheap cheese and away you go.
1: I did not know about that. I might have to I might have to take advantage
0: I, of that. I don't know if I want to shout out the name of the company specifically, but one of the major shipping companies offer those services mm-hmm. specifically. But uh, it's certainly in Ogdensburg they did, in Ogdensburg, New York. But I'm sure there's a similar company in Buffalo that uh, offers some kind of service for Canadians on that front. So we can talk about that after the Very show. interesting. But okay. I, <laughs> I do have a Dolly Parton follow-up question for you. Yes, Anissa. yes. She has her own theme park in Tennessee, Dollywood. Would you ever go?
1: I would love nothing more, Dave. I love theme parks, yeah, and I love Dolly Parton. So I don't know how it could go wrong. I don't know how it wouldn't be the best place on Earth.
0: I would for sure want to go. I'm not a huge theme park and crowd people, but I think that if I timed it right to avoid the Tennessee hot summer, maybe a little fall trip Mm -hmm. down to the Nashville area or a spring trip to the Nashville area, I think that could be really fun and really nice. A little
1: AMI trip perhaps?
0: Broadcasting live from Dollywood?
1: <laughs> live reporting? I, I don't know. That would be the best. That would let's, be the best thing ever.
0: Let's get on the horn with uh, Paula Denine and Karen I and hook that one okay. up. That seems like a great idea. Uh, <laughs> do you want to hear a Dolly Parton joke before I say goodbye to you for the week, Eliza? Absolutely. So gas prices are so high that Dolly Parton and Jolene are carpooling together.
1: Oh, my God. <laughs> before we go, Dave, I just have a, a little blurb of some other Dolly Parton news for you. Um, So not only is she doing this doggy part in line, which keeps her very busy, she's also busy in other respects. She has a new re-recorded song of hers, um, 9 to 5 the my favorite mm-hmm, Dolly Parton mm-hmm. song so she has new re- re-recorded version of that with Kelly Clarkson oh so that all will right. be that will be hitting the waves on September 9th
0: all right so Mark the calendars. We'll have to take a listen seven days next Friday
1: and on top of that she's also releasing a new documentary called Still Working 9 to 5, about her her 9 to 5 movie that was released in 1980. It's about the... um the inequality of uh, in a workplace for women.
0: Uh, Michael McNeely, our entertainment critic, talked about that a couple of weeks ago in one of his segments. Ah. So, uh, so we'll be keeping a close eye on that one because I would love to talk about that more once that actually drops. I'd love to watch it and see what oh, uh, see what they have to say. Eliza, thank you for this.
1: Thank you.
0: That's Eliza Rocco with your entertainment report. Let's find out what's trending on social media with Nazreen Abdelmajid. So, Nazreen, what's cracking out there on social media?
2: Hi, Dave. One of Canada's top trends is hashtag ArriveCan, and uh, according to CBC, many Americans still aren't coming to Canada, I mean, as much as before, and we're wondering if the ArriveCan app has something to do with it. Now, the Niagara Falls mayor says that bookings are down by 35 percent comparing to the summer of 2019. Uh, largely due to the lack of American tourists, so that's a that's a big amount. Pierce told CBC News that the ArriveCan app is a big deterrent for American road travelers. They're calling on the federal government to scrap the app or at least make it optional. I don't know how it would work as optional. Yeah, you but either
0: you either either scrap it yeah. or you keep it. You can't do the optional road.
2: They keep saying optional, but I don't think that would even work. (laughs) Um, But Americans say it's easier to go to Europe than come to Canada. So if you don't know what ArriveCAN is, uh, travelers must use it to submit their vaccination information within 72 hours before their arrival back to Canada or their arrival in Canada. So the app has already had bad press in canada where some travelers have complained about its inconvenience about their glitches about how it's not user friendly to seniors it's not accessible dave i mean i i've tried using it i don't think it's accessible at all uh so i always let my sister go use it and deal with that situation because i've just i i don't think it's user friendly um so Pierce says several American customers have contacted her company to cancel their bookings because they've learned at the border that they don't like to use ArriveCan or got overwhelmed when they were trying to download it or use it and then just bailed. So uh, what do you think? How would you, would you wait until it eases up with ArriveCan or would you still want to travel? Because I've used ArriveCan in the past. Um, the first time I used it when I went to California... It was a challenge. It was such a challenge for me. We, we got, uh, we filled it up. We, but on our way back, they asked us the same questions over and over the app glitched in the airport. So we had a lot of issues and it was a, it was a big delay there. The second time I used it, which was a couple of weeks ago, it was easy. It was super easy. So I don't know. I it just, it's inconvenient sometimes, but I'm wondering, would you use it?
0: Inconvenience is not a reason to scrap public policy. I know we're entering <laughs> some some uh, controversial territory here. We already talked about vaccines on the show, so let's go for the Difecta, the Duofecta, yes. and talk about ArriveCan, too. Why not just to tick people off who think that COVID-19 is over when it obviously is not over as it's we not... continue to hover around 5,000 yeah. hospitalizations actively in the country and hundreds of people dying every week of COVID-19. We can discuss... Whether or not any kind of tracking app is really a useful concept at cross border points when a, mm. largely a lot of provincial regulations have gone by the wayside. But I'll tell you, the people who are largely criticizing the ArriveCan app now were the people in March 2020 screaming that we should close the borders. So I would just suggest to anyone inconvenience is part of life, that's part mm-hmm. of public policy. So that I get. Now, in regards to the usability, the glitchiness, and the accessibility, that's 100% on the government to get fixed and get right, and there's no disputing that. So yeah. I support the notion of the app. I 100% reject this. Uh, I 100% reject and denounce the the app not being accessible and usable. That's a huge problem because if yeah. you want this to work, it's got to be usable. Nazreen, we're going to run out of time, so i got to say goodbye, but have a great day. You too. Enjoy the long weekend. Nazreen Abdel-Majid telling you what's trending heading into the long weekend. The gang from Kelly and Company are hitting the airwaves at 2 p.m. Eastern time today. It's Friday, which means that Ryan Huey does a little bit of book talk, the chatty bookshelf. He'll talk about the exploding market of audiobooks in Canada. Coming up after the break, it's Greg David. He's going to tell you all about the brand new AMI-TV season with a preview, and we'll also talk a little bit about some of the changes at AMI-audio. This is Now with Dave Brown on AMI.